And we're back. We, as in your boy Frank the Tank, we got one more week's absence for Big D. He'll be back next week. But we are going to do a little week five recap on some of the games. We're going to hit on some of the captain showdown. If the captain shows up, we'll have to see. But let's start with the Broncos game and the Colts. I'm just kidding. We're not even going to talk about that game. 12 to 9. What a horrible, horrible time to sit and watch an NFL game. And I love the NFL. Don't go on and do a replay of that game. You will be asleep. Uh, Broncos are in not the best shape here. They've got to do something. I don't know what it is, but they got to figure it out. Let's start off with a better game uh, to me in London. The Giants, 4 and 1, beat Green Bay. Um, I'm really surprised this NFC East. Eagles 5-0, Giants 4-1, Cowboys 4-1, and then obviously the Commanders in the basement. What a crazy game. I really think that what Green Bay needs to do is really get back to this running game. They got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and I don't think they're utilizing them like they should. Um, you know, with, with Aaron Rodgers having these new receivers, I know Randall Cobb was there this week and did a good job, and, and Lazard is, is back and somewhat healthy here. I think they need to go to the running game. They they can't be slinging it around like they did when Devontae Adams was there. It just isn't going to work. they got to change their game script um, and play with what's going to work to win them some games. Um, the Giants just are, are beating people by just playing the right mix of football, running, passing. It's amazing. They've lost pretty much everybody at the receiving core. Uh, Darius Slayton comes in, hasn't even pretty much played this year, and comes in here and is is what they need to beat the Packers. It's pretty astonishing uh, what's happening there. But NFC East, uh, congratulations to you guys. I, I thought it was going to be a horrible division. It's turning out to be uh, a pretty good pretty good run. Um, let's move on. The Lions and the Patriots, twenty nine to zero. Can you believe after Week Four, TJ Hawkinson? 179 yards and two TDs for Seattle in week four. This week, and I know they're on the road, but this was the best offense in the NFL, remember? One reception for six yards. You're like, whoa, uh, Garrett Goff looked horrible. The Patriots did what the Patriots do when they have some close games. They come back, and I think they're angry. Belichick's angry, and they just they dominate a really bad Lions team. Damian Harris gets injured. Ramondre Stevenson, what a game, 161 yards on the ground. Uh, the Patriots are right in the thick of things here with rookie quarterback in the game. Um, they're not out of this division either. I don't think anybody's going to catch the Bills, even my Dolphins now, with the way they're playing. But Patriots look good. The running game looks good. Um they're going to do well moving forward. Let's move on to another one. Saints and the Seahawks, 39-32. to The Seahawks have some serious games um, with some points on the board on their end, giving up points on the board. Geno Smith, 268, three touchdowns. I mean, this guy is, he's doing it. He's doing it for Seattle. He's in the game, making plays to the receivers. Uh, on on Seattle side, Rashard Penny out for the year. That's a dagger. I mean, he hasn't had monster games. They've been more of a passing team. Uh, he's only had one game. Um, that was versus Detroit where he really lit it up. 
But now you got Kenneth Walker coming in as the number one back. Um, if he's not on your team, he's your biggest waiver wire pickup um, coming into this game. You got to pick up Kenneth Walker. On the Saints side, how can you not talk about Taysom Hill? I think Taysom Hill, with the injuries to Michael Thomas always being out, Jarvis Landry was injured. Alave got a concussion that looked really bad. He could miss multiple games. I think that Taysom Hill, he could turn into anything a quarterback. A running back, a receiver. I mean, this guy is going to be on the field, I think, with these injuries for the Saints team. They got rid of Latavius Murray. Alvin Kamara came back, and Taysom Hill still had a game like this. In DraftKings, you can only put him in as a quarterback, but in regular fantasy, he's listed as a tight end. Um, he's not going to be on any more waiver wires probably after this week. He's going to be owned in 80 90% of leagues. You almost have to play him just because you know he's going to do something on the field. Moving on to a team that I love, the Miami Dolphins. They lose bad to the Jets, 19-40. to And one of my uh, try guys, I believe I had Brees Hall last week. And boy, was that a winner for me. Brees Hall, and I had him in a DraftKings lineup or two, 100 receiving yards, 98 rushing yards, and a touchdown. He almost had some other touchdowns that, that were right on the goal line where he got tackled. What a game for Brees Hall and the Jets. Look, man, the Dolphins don't look good. Without Tua, they're missing some people on defense. Um, you know, Tyke Hill got hurt in this game. Waddle's been banged up. They look bad. The Jets ran all over us. Uh, until we change something and get some of these players back and can and can get in a competitive game again, it's not looking good. We went from first place coming in uh, and right down to third uh, with the Jets beating us heads up and the Bills winning at Pittsburgh or in Pittsburgh. It, this is uh, we're down to third place. Dolphins are in trouble without Tua, without these all these starters in the game. They've got to get it right. A couple more I wanted to go over. Cowboys and the Rams, 22-10. to 10. The defense for the Cowboys, you guys are looking awesome. I can't believe that Cooper Rush threw for 102 yards in this game and you guys still win. It's basically like he's just dumping down and only throwing a couple balls a game at 102 yards. You had 163 rushing yards. Uh, Tony Powell looks great as usual. Zeke's just kind of there uh, getting his reps, but Pollard is the main man to me that's going to run this team to the next step. Rams just look horrible. Once again, the running game for the Rams, it's it's non-existent. Uh, 38 total rushing yards. And, yeah, it's versus one of the best defenses in the league, but they got to figure it out. They're not going to win a game having uh, Stafford pass 30 times and, and 20 you know receptions for Cooper Cup, it seems like, every game, and that's the only thing they got. They've got to run the ball. they got to figure out a way to run the ball. Uh, or the Rams are in deep, deep dog do. <laughs> Another game, and this is the last one I want to go over, uh, hopefully before, I don't see the boat yet, hopefully before the boat comes into town. What a game last night. The Chiefs 30, the Raiders 29. How in the heck do the Raiders go for two with 40, uh, I think it was about four minutes left in the game. They go for two after a Devontae Adams touchdown. They could have tied this game at 30. I think it was about four minutes left. I mean, you're going to give the ball back to, to Mahomes and, and Kelsey. And sure, they're most likely. I mean, they only needed 13 seconds on the Bills to go down and kick a, a field goal. So, of course, the Bills are probably going to get the ball back and score something. 
But for the fact that the Raiders don't just tie this game up at 30, and now they're down 30-29, soon as Kansas City gets the ball back, they're using their timeouts, trying to just stop the clock to try to hope to get the ball back. I, I thought it was crazy. If anything, with four minutes and change, you let Kansas City get the ball and do what they're going to do. Hopefully your defense holds to a field goal, and at least you get the ball back with a minute and a half, two minutes, and can try to at least once again tie the game or make another play. I mean, Josh Jacobs looked great, 154 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams dominated, 124 yards and two TDs. I mean, I don't see how they go for one and are, uh, you know, go for two and end up being down by one. It, it's honestly crazy to me that they did that. And, and Travis Kelsey, this guy, man, four touchdowns on the game. Yeah, I, I know that Mahomes favors him and, and just gets him the ball no matter what, but I don't understand why someone from the Raiders or any of these games I've watched, he's got seven touchdowns on the year. You know, you can hit people in the first five yards. If I'm a team, I'm lining up my best cornerback, my best safety, and I'm putting a body on this guy right on the line of scrimmage. I'm trying to knock him off of his feet. They let him come out and just turn around and catch a ball at, at Multiple times in the game, I, I just don't understand the way the defense has played on him. Uh, you know, if it were me, when we used to play even in yard games, and I had somebody I knew that was faster than me or was going to make a move on me, I lined right up on the line of scrimmage and I put a body on him. I'm putting him, I'm getting him out of his rhythm. These guys just let him run wherever he wants, and he's just he's wide open. I don't understand it. I just wish that the defense would play this a little bit different. Um, that was just a crazy game. We got another couple crazy ones, obviously, next week. There's some really good games. I think Bills are Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. We're going to go over them Friday on our main slate show. So watch out for that show because that's going to be awesome as well. Um, those guys, those two games. What? Oh, it's back. The boat has arrived. The captain is here, everybody. Yep, come on in. Come on in, have a seat. We're going to go over this captain showdown. We got to flip the page, baby. What a crazy game. If you were watching last night's, we were just talking Chiefs Raiders. We were watching at the end of the game. Just want to talk about the end of it. It's crazy, obviously, with Kelsey having four touchdowns, Adams, Jacobs. There's guys at the top of the captain showdown. This is the main lineup where you put, I think it was $15 entry. They were winning $41,000. This game's over. Chiefs had gotten the ball. Raiders are at a timeouts. There was a bunch of multiple people splitting about 41,000, and I'm watching it. Guess what happens? Patrick Holmes gets the ball, steps back, takes that knee. Guess what happens to those people making 41,000? They drop down to the next level tier payout, and they're winning, I think, 750 or 800 bucks. And the people that are below jump up. And those groups of people that have the best lineup are now winning 68000 You were losing $40,000 in this lineup because Patrick Holmes had to take a knee to end this game to kill the clock. And he went down, obviously, 0.2 tenths of a of points based on where he was at because he lost yards by kneeling. It's just like getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage. So these people... I, I was just crying for those people. It's crazy to me. And that's how close these captain showdowns are. It's within a fraction of a point that you're going to have a great win or you're going to drop down to, you say, 200th place or 80th place because you got multiple lineups. People have so many, uh, so many entries and there's so many duplicate entries. You're splitting the prize. 
But let me tell you, we have another sleeper on our hands, man. Commanders and the Bears. You're like, we went through Denver and the Colts last week. Are we going to do this again? I'm actually going to say it's not. Uh, I think the matchup on paper looks like this is another field goal game. I don't think it's going to be that way. Commanders are still scoring points. Um, their, their offense is still putting up points on the board, even though their defense is giving up. The Bears obviously are not passing the ball at all. Justin Fields is basically just managing the game. He's not really doing what he needs to do to take this Bears team. But it may be the play calling by the coaches, you know, being afraid. It may not be his fault. Um, but we're going to go through. Let's go through our shy guy, our try guy, and our ride or die. We're obviously always going to start with the shy guy. As you guys know, Brian Robinson came back this week. Amazing this guy came back so fast. I thought he was going to be out the whole year. Um, but at my first, my number one shy guy, Antonio Gibson, he got three carries and six yards this past week. Three receptions, 33 yards. If you want Antonio Gibson as a captain, it's 12900 And as your flex, it's 8600 I don't see myself putting Antonio Gibson in a lineup if this guy was 5600 as a flex. I'm talking 3000 less. You do not want him in here with J.D. McKissick and Brian Robinson being in the mix now. I think this Antonio Gibson is going to fade away uh, to a pretty much special teams guy, maybe a couple carries a game. Antonio Gibson, I think in the next three weeks, could be cut off your fantasy team as well. We're trying somebody just like the same thing with the shy guy. You have to try Brian Robinson now. This guy comes in as a flex at 6,600. He's 2,000 cheaper than, than Antonio Gibson. As a captain, he's under 10. He's 9,900. Nine carries in, in his game back. And McKissick got most of the passing, uh, passing reps in this game. But Brian Robinson, he's priced right at 6,600. As a captain, if you really think he's going to come in here and put up 25 points, 9,900, great value uh, for Brian Robinson. And my ride or die um, is Justin Fields, believe it or not, even though he's not doing much. As a captain, he's expensive, 15000 Even as a flex, he's ten. But this is a quarterback position. They're on the field. They touch the ball every play on offense. So you're going to get points most likely at a minimum, probably 15. I think he's averaging around that 15 to 20 range, under 20, I think. Um, but, but if this is a time for Brian Robinson, I'm sorry, for Justin Fields to get right and, and show that he is the starting quarterback, this is the game, bud. You're playing the commanders. Look what he, they have done on defense to pretty much everyone they've played. Justin Fields could, could literally have a, a, a nice night. He could throw 250 yards in this game, two touchdowns. He could run one in. He could do a lot in this game that's probably worth a captain or a flex against the commanders. That's probably the only week the rest of this year I would ever say that. But this is the week. Um, so I built a lineup. I think you got to put in Fields as your captain. That's what I got. He's 15000 I think he's going to get you at least twenty, which is going to be 30 on the captain spot. Leaving you uh, with Cole Komet. I think you put Cole Komet in this game because he's going to be throwing to somebody. They're going to open it up a little bit. Uh, you put in Komet. You put in Montgomery. You have to put Montgomery in once again at 10-4 as a flex versus the commanders. Um on the kicker side, I did throw in Santos uh, at 4,400. So that gives me four Chicago Bears. And that leaves me with two, only two spots. And I am going to go with Commanders here with Brian Robinson, like I said, at 6,600. And I'm going to throw in Curtis Samuel at 8,200. So that leaves me more of a chalk lineup with only $200 left in my bank. 
bankroll. So uh, it leaves me more of a chalk lineup. If this lineup were to win, I'm probably going to be splitting, splitting the prize with multiple people because it is a chalk lineup. Um, you have to leave a bunch of money on the table in order to win one of these things outright. And that's what someone did last week. Let me tell you real quick before we end this Captain Showdown segment and we end this show uh, for this. Last week, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but the winning captain in the game last week, I believe, was Alec Pierce in that game. And they had Alec Pierce, uh, and they had, I believe it was Michael Pittman. No, it wasn't Pittman. I can't remember, but Alec Pierce was the captain. They had another player in there. And then they had both defenses and both kickers. Guy won the whole thing outright, a million dollars. Two kickers, two defenses, Alec Pierce, and uh, one other player in there that mixed in there. That's obviously, if you add it up, you know if you play this, he probably left $12,000 in salary on the table and just put that lineup in. Man, you got to do that every once in a while. If you want to try to win one of these things, you got to just say, hey, I'm going to lose this $15 or I'm going to win a million dollars with this $15. Because I've put in plenty of these chalk lineups in like this that I just listed where you only have 200 left and you still come up short by a couple points and you, and you still lose your $15. It is worth if you're going to play this and you're a gambler like me in Big D, you throw in one of these lineups as your kicker, as your captain, as a defense, as a captain, or somebody crazy that shows up and gets two touchdowns, that's how you win one of these things outright by yourself. So you got to try it every once in a while. But, guys, thanks for watching. Stay tuned. We are going to put our show out Friday, Main Slate, DraftKings. We're going to go over, once again, all of our tries and shies. We're going to give you some value plays on that. Uh, go through and make a lineup. And just see what we can do um, for next week, week six. Don't forget to like, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. You can check us out on those platforms as well. Give us five stars. Obviously, we're on Facebook and Instagram. And we're moving on up in the world trying to get this channel rolling. So keep watching, guys. We're going to see you next, next few days here for Friday. And watch this show. I think it's going to be better than you think between the Commanders and the Bears. No field goal game. Frank the Tank, I'm out.